Welcome to A Tip for Tomorrow, a companion to both the Two Writing Teachers blog and the Two Writing Teachers podcast. We share one tip that you can try out in your writing workshop as soon as tomorrow. I'm Amy Ellerman, and I'm hosting today's Tip for Tomorrow. A really common issue at the beginning of the year is sitting down beside a writer to confer with them, entering in with something open-ended like, how's it going? Or what are you working on as a writer today? And the response you get is big eyes and crickets. Because the writer genuinely is not sure yet how to engage in that kind of a conversation with you. They perhaps haven't had the background experience in a workshop to speak about their own writing process and about their own intentions and decision-making at the level that you would hope for all writers once your workshop gets rolling. So today's tip for tomorrow is really thinking through what are some really easy ways that I can front load language and support those writers who um, are not yet ready to talk about what they're doing on purpose as a writer. My first tip is just to name it. We want to give lots of examples of the kind of talk that we would expect so that these writers will over time learn to rise to the level of talk happening in the workshop around them. This is a way to honor their process and normalize that they're not yet ready to talk about their writing, but we know that they'll get there. We have every confidence that they'll get there. So one of my favorite sentence stems for noticing and naming what writers do comes from Mark Overmeyer, who is a genius at conferring with kids. And he will often use the sentence stem, you might be the kind of writer who, fill in the blank. So I might say to a writer who is ready to start something new and is unsure about how they're going to plan that day, I might say something like, you might be the kind of writer who needs to orally rehearse, like, like a storyteller, needs to tell your story over and over out loud before you're ready to write it. Or I might notice that a writer is doing a lot of doodling and I might offer, you might be the kind of writer who draws the pictures first as a strategy for planning out your story. And all I'm doing is trying to notice what I can see a writer already doing, and I'm offering language. And the writer is going to let me know right away if I'm on the right track or not. And they will either attach to that language and say, yes, that's what I'm doing, or that's what might work for me, or I'll be able to tell right away if that is not maybe a direction they're interested in going. Another strategy is to ask questions that offer possibilities. So one, it offers a writer something they might try. And to, again, it's front-loading that language, the way that we as writers talk about our work. So I might say to a writer, I wonder if you've tried closing your eyes and playing your story like a movie, what might you see? Or I could say, have you thought about have you thought about jumping in with the part you do feel sure about, even if it's not the beginning of your story? What if you start by writing the ending? Or can I give you a tip? I always kind of want to ask permission before I jump in with a suggestion. But if they are open to a tip, I might then 
plant a strategy and the language. So I might say, you know what? Sometimes I use sticky notes with just a couple of words on each one as a way to plan over pages when I'm starting a new book. Once a writer has landed on a strategy, once they've taken some bait and they're interested in trying out one of the things you've talked about, I'll always say to them, I'm going to be really curious to swing back and see how this works for you. So I'm going to let you get to work and um, I will check back in with you to see how that went. Again, it's another chance to um, reinforce that language. During closure, um, this is another tip as a way to keep layering that language and reinforcing it is I might say something like, today when I was conferring with Patrick, he tried out dot, dot, dot planning strategy. Patrick, how did that go for you? And then we might add that strategy he tried to an anchor chart we have in progress on planning strategies. So again, we're elevating that language again, we're showing it in a different way, and we are honoring the things that writers are trying, and we are helping them to develop the language that they'll need to be able to speak about their intentions and plans as writers. Thank you for listening to this Two Writing Teachers Tip for Tomorrow episode. If you have a tip you think other educators would benefit from, email us at contact at twowritingteachers.org, and we may feature your tip in a future episode. Thanks again for listening. Let's teach, learn, and write on together. Together.